the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 1250, The Answer, The Mike Gallagher Show. An independent law firm, as reported by the New York Times, that investigated the incident, determined there was no evidence of wrongdoing, cleared everybody involved. But meanwhile, the president of Smith forced employees to attend seminars about unconscious bias. Breaking news and what to make of it. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 9, right before Dennis Prager at noon on AM 1250, The Answer. Thank you, Your Excellency. We're not worthy. His Excellency, Governor Thomas Wolf, has decreed that beginning immediately, buildings holding events such as hockey games uh, can be filled to 15% capacity. His Excellency cares deeply about each and every one of us. This means that 2,800 people will actually be able to attend the Penguins game tomorrow night at PPG Paints Arena. Don't ask about any science that supports this sudden change. And don't ask why it can't be, I don't know, 3,800, 5,800, 10,800, or how about 18,800? His Excellency knows what's best for us, and uh, he will tell us when we can start filling up stadiums and arenas. Just calm down. That means PNC Park can have 7,500 people there for opening day next month. How about that? Only 29,000 empty seats at PNC Park, and everybody will be safe. Of course, everybody will also be wearing a mask at the Penguins game tomorrow night indoors and at the home opener at PNC Park outdoors. Now, I have a feeling that if Christy Noem were the governor, there would be a sellout crowd in both places. Uh, That's because, of course, she doesn't care about us as much as His Excellency does. She has this crazy idea that, uh, you know, people should actually have the freedom to decide whether or not it's dangerous to show up at a stinking baseball game. She doesn't know that it's only been about 350 days since we were told that we needed to uh, take 15 days to flatten the curve. And it's even more terrifying to think what might happen if Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, were the governor of Pennsylvania. What kind of danger we'd all be in then? He let the NFL put 27,000 people in a stadium in Tampa for the Super Bowl three weeks ago. And as you know, thousands of people were dying in the streets as a result. Oh, wait, actually, uh, nobody died. And here's what Dr. Thomas Unosh of uh, University of South Florida's Center for Global Health Infectious Disease Research said. And here's a quote. Um, we are seeing no impact from the Super Bowl in the Tummers. We would have expected to have seen an uptick in cases last week, but we have seen nothing. That's the word there, nothing. Yeah, but what does he know? His Excellency really cares about us. Just because 27,000 people outside in Tampa didn't cause massive death, uh, that was, what, two weeks ago, doesn't mean that uh, two months later 35,000 at PNC Park wouldn't. Just be glad we have His Excellency looking out for us. And meanwhile... Speaking of Christy Nome, her speech at CPAC uh, made everything else that was said there over the weekend superfluous. And I'll let you hear a good part of it in our second half hour. But when we come back after this break, a man who became a woman, or at least thought he did, and then changed back to a man, he's going to talk about transgender insanity and the Democrats. Stick around. Benjamin Franklin once wrote, (laughs) Nothing can be said to be certain except death and taxes. Uh, hold on there, Benji. (sighs) You can't even rely on that much thanks to identity thieves. Pardon? Tax forms have all your personal info in one place. And this is the season when it can get emailed, shared, and possibly exposed to identity thieves. 
They might even try to file your tax return before you do. This shan't stand. No, it shan't. Because LifeLock monitors your info and alerts you to identity threats. If you become a victim, a dedicated U.S.-based specialist will help fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions, but LifeLock helps you keep what's yours. Join today and save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com with promo code SMART. That's promo code SMART for 25% off at LifeLock.com. And remember, 25% saved is 25% earned. By now, you've all heard me talk about my pillow and how it's literally changed my life. They won't go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want, and they maintain their shape. They're made in the USA. And for a limited time, Mike is offering his premium My Pillows for his lowest price ever. You can get a queen size premium My Pillow for twenty nine ninety eight. That's regularly sixty nine ninety eight. That's a forty dollar savings. Kings are only five dollars more. All My Pillow products come with a ten year warranty and a sixty day money back guarantee. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use promo code STAG. You will also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. Or call 800-716-8087 and use promo code STAG. 800-716-8087, promo code STAG. This is Dennis Prager, along with my fellow host, Mike Gallagher. We both want to invite you to join us for a trip of a lifetime to the Holy Land this October 27th to November 5th. I've been all over the world, but I can never get enough of the great state of Israel. You will be amazed and inspired in your faith. Dennis and I have planned every detail, minute by minute, of this trip to make sure you have the best experience possible. We're confident by October our trip will be safe, especially because Israel is the leading country in the world in COVID vaccinations. Join us as we sail on the Sea of Galilee in boats that are replicas of the ones Jesus sailed in with his disciples. Walk the steps of the old city of Jerusalem and join us for a Shabbat service that will reenact the old traditions. It's something you'll never forget. Go to StandWithIsraelTour.com to reserve your spot or call 855-565-5519. That's StandWithIsraelTour.com. Aren't you ready to travel again? We are. So come join us. Over 10 years ago, we realized how important saving family memories was, and we wanted to help. Legacy Box started from that passion and has now helped over 850,000 families digitally preserve their film reels, VHS tapes, and photos. Hi, I'm Nick. And I'm Adam. What started with the two of us in a garage is now over 200 trained professionals. Legacy Box is a safe and secure way to put all your favorite family memories on an easy-to-view digital format like a thumb drive, DVD, or the cloud. We ship you a sturdy Legacy Box to fill with all your outdated media, safety barcodes to track your items throughout the process, and a prepaid mailing label. Legacy Box has been featured by Good Morning America and the Today Show. Not bad for two kids in a garage. That's true, Nick. And here's the best part. We always wanted to make it affordable to preserve your entire collection. So we are offering 40% off. Go to LegacyBox.com slash LBOX to take advantage of this exclusive offer. That's LegacyBox.com slash LBOX to save 40%. LegacyBox.com slash LBOX. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250. The answer. Well, in Pennsylvania's former health secretary appeared last week for a hearing in an attempt to take a job as the Deputy Secretary of Health and Human Services for the United States of America. That's a, a national job, as you know, in the Biden administration. It got uh, people to talking about transgenderism and the role of parents in the government. Rand Paul was criticized for being too mean with his questioning. Uh, Walt Heyer knows all about this. He lived it. He transitioned for seven years and transitioned back. His website is called sexchangeregret.com. He's also the author of Rethinking Transgenderism, and he joins us now. Walt, thanks for coming on again. Always good to have you. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Glad to be on. Yeah, thank you very much. It's a hot topic. Yeah, it is. Now, with the news surroundings, uh, surrounding those hearings last week, there has been a lot of attention paid to what uh, Dr. Levine said about kids and allowing them to try to change their sex. Uh, what did you make of the exchange with Rand Paul? I'm assuming you saw it. If you didn't, uh, I apologize. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. 
Uh, yeah, here's the thing. Uh, you know, that was a job interview that Levine was in with Rand Paul. That's that's what that is. That's a job interview. It's for people to be able to see what Levine's position is on these things. And uh, I don't know about you. I don't know anyone, including myself, that's ever been in a job interview and asked a question and refused to answer the question and got the job. So uh, the, the fact that it was what he didn't say that we should be concerned about Levine. It's what Levine didn't say when uh, Rand, Dr. Paul, uh, Rand Paul said, uh, what are you going to do? What is your position and what do you want to do with kids? Well, what Biden and Levine want to do is introduce surgery and uh, more uh, active to lower ages, uh, hormone blockers to younger kids. I mean, he talked about this in October saying, that, um, you know, he was fine with eight-year-olds transitioning. And, and they use words like, you know, discrimination, but this is actually utilization of children. And, uh, you know, other countries and other places are actually taking a stand against doing this to children until they're at least 19 years old. So uh, we know that the brain is not fully developed in any human being until somewhere between 18 and 24 years of age. So, a child um, at eight years old or six or 10 or 14 has no idea about what the consequences are going to be of someone who's actively trying to give them hormone blockers or introduce surgical procedures for cutting off a girl's breasts that she can never get back and they won't function the same way or if they do that to kids. So I think this is really barbaric um, to do this to children. I, I'm I'm even a little surprised that we're having the conversation, but this is a huge voting block for the Democrats. I mean, I, I believe this, uh, the fact that Levine refused to say what he wanted to do with kids actually tells you what Levine wants to do to kids, because what he wants to do and what laws they want to get in place are so barbaric that he doesn't even want to talk about it on national television because it would just scare the daylights out of us. So I want to make note of the fact that you refer to Dr. Levine as he, which uh, you, people have, been got, have gotten in trouble uh, uh, for doing that, uh, you know, uh, in the media. Really? Um, so, so let me, I, I was going to save this question for later, but I'll ask you now, as far as, and again, we're talking to Walt Heyer. He, he was a uh, man who, who transitioned to uh, a woman and then transitioned back and uh, works with people now who have regrets from doing the same thing. Uh, and I was, so my question for you as someone who has lived this is, is Dr. Rachel Levine, a man in a dress? Here's the thing. I, I went to superior court in California and I took the doctor that did my surgery and the person who authorized my surgery I took them to court and told them in Superior Court, California, to prove to the court that they could change a man into a woman. And they provided a document to the court of San Mateo in California that says, no, they cannot change a man into a woman biologically, period. So it's so he's a he. I mean, as far as you're concerned. I, I mean, you can identify as a female. Yeah, uh, you know that you know, people do that all the time. That's up to the person. Yeah, but, you're free to you're free to say you're whatever you want to be, but that doesn't mean everybody else has whole, to accept it as well. So you know this that's obviously very controversial. Only thing I can tell you is I'm going off of what the surgeon who had done over four thousand surgeries told the court. I'm not making it up. I've got the document from court that says they can't do it. So I'm not trying to be harsh. I'm not trying to be mean. Uh, I'm just trying to follow what the surgeon, who was an activist for transgender surgeries, Dr. Biber, had done when he finally finished, like 4,500 of them. And he says it doesn't accomplish changing a man into a biological woman. So um, there's just um, sorry, but it doesn't. <laughs> it, according it, to, it doesn't happen. According to. According to the surgeon who does the surgery, it doesn't happen. I'm just going by what he says. Now, could clear it up for me. Um, this this was um, a court case that you were involved in. 
where the statement was made? Yeah, yeah, I was trying. I was I was trying to restore my birth record because I changed it to female, and I wanted uh-huh. to change it back to male. And uh-huh. the California court wanted me to uh, provide some documentation to why they would allow me to change it back after they changed it to female to change it okay. back to male. And and so the doctor said, well, actually, it never really changed to female, so you can change it back. Oh, okay. So that was a ruling. And uh, but believe me, you can lose a job in the media by misgendering. As, as you know, Walt, uh, he's from Pennsylvania, so we've been having to look at uh, Doctor Levine every day. Tell us how we should be hiding under our beds because of COVID um, for uh, yeah. a year. I, and uh, if you refer to him as him, I'm you only- could uh, lose a job. Yeah, well, um, like I said, this is the surgeon who does the surgery. So uh, he's welcome to provide some documentation um, that refutes what the surgeon said that proves that he's a biological female if he wants to. I'm not disputing whether he is or isn't. I'm just saying I've always gone by what the surgeon uh, presented to Superior Court, and if anybody has uh, something that they can document that they're biologically female after going through, then that by all means, I'll acknowledge that um, right away. But I'm um, just, like I said, I've been going by what the surgeon said to the Superior Court, signed his name to it, and the um, court has the document. I actually have part of the document in a Daily Signal article. If somebody goes to Daily Signal and Walt Hire, you can scroll down and you'll find the article, it says uh, that the, it doesn't change you. So uh, they can read the article and read what the surgeon says. Okay. Well, this uh, this movement seems to be a train rolling down the track. Um, uh, right. And I first talked to you about this two years ago, and you've been pushing back on this for a long time. Is it worse now yeah. than it was two years ago? Is it getting worse as far as yeah. your, from your perspective? Yeah, there's a, there's a lot more uh, lot more people being harmed by it. Um, and there's a lot more uh, people who are being misdiagnosed. Uh, many of the people they're diagnosing with gender dysphoria have some other comorbidity conditions, such as autogynephilia, transvestic fetish disorders, bipolar disorder, body dysmorphia, dissociative disorders. Um, there's just many different things that they're kind of overlooking, um, and uh, each case um, is different. And my heart goes out to each one. You know, I work with these people every day, and and I care for them. And um, I have people who are detransitioning frequently. In fact, there's literally thousands now of people who regret it and are detransitioning. I think Reddit has a big website for detransitioners. In Europe, uh, somebody started something that there's literally hundreds of people in Europe that are. So it's pretty common detransitioning and regret is not rare at all. In fact, an article in the UK Guardian uh, in July 2004-2005 said at least 20% of the people who go through this will regret it. Yeah, now, let me ask you, when, uh, when, when, you, when you when someone does this, and you can refer to your own experience if you want, but um, wh- how soon is, is regret like, uh, what, is regret likely to yeah, show when up? Yeah, does it and, set in? Yeah. yeah, regret sets in between 8 and 30 years after the surgical and hormonal transition. That seems like a long time, 8 years to 30 years. Yeah. So it's not like uh, yeah, it you know 6 months later you're going, what did I do? No, not not to, I mean that does happen very rarely. Most yeah. of the cases probably fall in the 12 to 20 year category, but there there's some on both sides. And why does why does it take so long? What happens you know, 10 years into this, that someone after, after having gone through all they've gone through and then 10 years in, they start saying, what, what did I, I don't, I'm I'm not, I I don't like this. I don't, I think I'm in the wrong place here. Right. Well, what happens is that the people will end up, uh, some of them will end up going to a therapist and, and find that uh, they had some uh, comorbid disorder, psychological or emotional or sexual disorder that wasn't addressed properly before they went through the surgery and the hormones. And so once that issue is addressed properly, then the feelings go away. 
other people have just reported I got tired of doing it. It was just um, ridiculous. Some people will uh, point out that I know I wasn't a woman, but um, I I just wanted to try it. Uh, the, the reports are quite uh, varied. And so, um, you know, one of the persons who detransitioned at 30 years, I think, was a Texas or Houston Oilers uh, cheerleader or something. So, you know, there's the, the stories are rampant. Um, and if, if anybody wants to go look up detransitions or sex change regret, they can read the stories. I Like I say, I get them frequently. My website, Sex Change Regret, has got many stories in it. My book, Trans Life Survivors is a book everyone should read. They can see the documentation in there. And if they want to look further at the history, they should read the book Paper Genders. It tells the history and talks about the doctors actually admitting they don't really understand uh, who and who isn't really transgender. They just transition people if they want to identify that way. So um, I think it's, um, you know, uh, it's unfortunate. Um, you know, I'm not coming down on uh, Levine, but Levine needs to, uh, in my view, anybody in a job interview needs to answer the questions that someone asks you. And if you don't answer the questions, you should be disqualified from the job. That's just my position. It has nothing to do with what clothes he's wearing or what he identifies as. It, it's the fact that he refused to answer some really important questions that Rand Paul asked him. Yeah, and uh, just from from my side of it, um, what bothers me is that the other people in the Senate will allow uh, someone to not answer a question and still uh, approve them for the job. Um, where yeah, that's that's pretty that's ridiculous. I mean, I've never been able to go through a job interview and refuse to answer a question and get the job, and Levine shouldn't either. Well, and and and. And it's a question of uh, saying uh, I, I, somebody else said this too. I think uh, the guy who's um, nominated for the the top job there, when he was asked about partial birth abortion, did the same thing. And he said, oh, well, yeah. if I get the job, I'll be happy to come in and talk to you about it." I mean, can, can you imagine yeah, well, getting away with that Levine, in a job interview? Yeah, well, this is this is why we're in deep trouble with this stuff. People should be put on record, and the people should have. Uh, a visual experience of watching them answer these questions because um, this is pretty sinister when someone won't answer these important questions, especially about children, mm-hmm. period. Both cases, it's about children. You know, it, it just kind of bugs me because the left, you know, if they can kill the kids in the womb, they will. And if you come out of the womb, they want to change your gender. So uh, it's yeah. kind of disturbing. Yeah, very much so. So what does um, what does having Dr. Levine uh, in the position that it looks like uh, he's going to be in, what, what, what does that do to the movement and how much how much um, how much is that going to push the whole movement forward and, and, and accelerate oh, the insanity? Well, a giant. I mean, first off, he's going in there because that's a fundraising issue. That they will get literally millions and millions of dollars funneled into all the LGBT activist, activist organizations. That's what this is really about. This is a fundraising promotion position for the LGBT. Put that person in there and you're going to raise. You watch how much money they raise when this person gets um, put in that position. Uh, this is about money. It's about power. It's about the LGBT uh, taking over uh, many aspects of society, and um, I, I just think it's really a shame uh, that uh, we're not able to hold them accountable uh, and make them answer the questions so that the national audience can actually see what they're doing, because they're doing it behind the dark curtain. I have less than a minute left, uh, Walt, and I'm up against the break, so I got a quick question for you. What does forcing females to compete against males in sports do for the cause? And how important is that on the push well, for acceptance beyond competing in the sport, I mean? I have no idea. When I was Laura Jensen, I played on a tennis thing at, at a college, and I absolutely annihilated all the women with my serve. They couldn't even hit the ball back. I was hitting them so hard. So 
it's just a tremendous unfair advantage to women, and it should not be allowed to happen, period. Hey, Walt, uh, I'm out of time. I, I appreciate, as always, you coming on. It's uh, The website is transgenderism, I'm sorry, uh, sexchangeregret.com. Sexchangeregret.com. Right. What's your new? What's your latest book? Trans Life Survivors. Okay. Uh, everybody who anybody who knows a, uh, someone who has a kid who's thinking about this or have, dealing with it should check this out. Tr- uh, Sexchangeregret.com. Walt Hire. Thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. My pleasure. Bye. Okay. We'll be right back. SRN News. I'm John Scott. New York's Attorney General says she's moving forward with an investigation into sexual harassment allegations against Governor Andrew Cuomo after receiving a letter from his office authorizing her to take charge of the probe. When the investigation is finished, the findings will be disclosed in a public report. Two women who work for Cuomo accuse him of sexual harassment. The governor said some of his behavior with women may have been insensitive or too personal, but He has denied harassing anyone. Officials say heavy rain across Appalachia has led to water rescues, mudslides, road closures, and power outages. Kentucky Governor Andy Beshear has declared a state of emergency. In his state, flooding has caused damage and a nursing home had to be evacuated to keep residents safe. Stocks rallied today on Wall Street. The Dow gained 603 points. The Nasdaq was up 396. This is SRN News. Heart attack? He was 47. What about Janice and the kids? Do they have life insurance? No. Call Select Quote now and get the insurance your family needs at a price you can afford. In minutes, Select Quote found John, 45, in excellent health, a $500,000 policy for only $29 a month. And his wife, Anne, 43, in excellent health, a $500,000 policy for only $21 a month. At Select Quote, we comparison shop some of the most trusted insurance companies in America to find you the best rate in minutes. And it's free. For your free quote, call 1-800-644-1331. That's 1-800-644-1331. Or go to selectquote.com. That's 1-800-644-1331. Select quote. We shop. You save. Get full details on the example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. Dan Proft sees a bad pattern emerging. It seems to me they're just trying to get back to full employment and say we're back to full employment, get down down to a number that indicates full employment, 4% or something like this. And then, and, and whether that's a combination of people actually returning to work or people just stop looking for work because they're on the government dole or because they've given up, it doesn't really matter. We just need to get to that number. The Dan Proft Show, weeknights at 9 at AM 1250. The answer. Your business is ready for a reboot, a recharge. The way our companies operate has changed. Adapting to the changes hasn't been easy, but never more important to succeed. Many of the digital resources available have helped overcome obstacles your business is facing. But are you using the full potential of every one of them? That's where Salem Surround can help. Your business needs to use digital tools more than ever to stay in touch with customers, making buying decisions right now and for the future. Will they consider or even know about you? The marketing team at Salem Surround gives you the tools needed to stand out and be visible to current and potential customers online right now looking for what you do. We'll design a plan that targets and surrounds customers with proven marketing strategies. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your marketing plan and see how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundpittsburgh.com. Surroundpittsburgh.com. Connecting you with new customers. These days, physical distance can keep us safe and healthy, but emotional distance can strain relationships, especially if drugs or alcohol are involved. If substance abuse or addiction is creating a barrier between you and your child, you may feel alone and you may not know where to turn, but we're here to help you and your family. Partnership to End Addiction offers free resources, guidance, and support just a click away. To end addiction, start with connection.
To learn more, reach out to us at drugfree.org. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. WPGP Pittsburgh. A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app. Smart speakers. Tune in iHeart or Radio.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Got that flooding shutting down Mon Wharf and also the 10th Street bypass. And there is a flood warning for the Mon River through Wednesday morning. On the inbound Parkway East, delays into the Fort Pitt Bridge. Outbound congested Greenfield Bridge overpass up to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. Also seeing some flooding issues in Clareton Coal Valley Road at Clareton Travelsburg Road. Accident on 51, and that's at Coleraine Street. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer, Weather. It'll be windy this evening, otherwise we'll see clear skies. Watch for icy spots tonight. We'll reach a low tonight of 16. Tomorrow, expect plenty of sunshine. Tomorrow's high, 38. Tomorrow night, we'll see clear skies with a low of 27. Wednesday, we'll see mostly sunny skies. Wednesday, expect a high of 56. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. You're listening to the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. I guess the numbers are in, or at least kind of in, on the uh, weekend at CPAC and the Donald Trump speech, and huge numbers of people watched his speech. I actually didn't watch the speech. I saw the highlights, and I I just kind of, it's kind of all predictable to me, and I I like just about everything that I saw about it, but I, um, I just... I just wasn't interested in sitting through a, a long speech from him, which I could kind of predict what it was going to say. Not that I don't agree with everything he was saying. I just wasn't that interested in it. But the speech that I was interested in, uh, and I didn't see till after the fact, but when I saw it was available, uh, it was about 25 or 26 minutes long, um, is the, uh, to me, the superstar of the Republican Party, uh, more so than the governor of Florida, DeSantis, the superstar of the government uh, uh, of the Republican Party is the governor of South Dakota, Christy Noem, and uh, she knocked him dead uh, over the weekend with her speech, and it started with this. At one point, I appeared on George Stephanopoulos's Sunday Show. I don't know if you watched that. No, you don't. Shocker. He had just wrapped up a segment with New York Governor Andrew, Andrew Cuomo, where he asked, he asked Cuomo to give me some advice on how to deal with COVID. Now, now seems like a really good time to remind everyone of what Governor Cuomo was doing in New York. On March 25th, Cuomo ordered COVID patients into nursing homes, and he prohibited the staff from testing people before admitting them. Nine days later, he pushed legislation prohibiting nursing home lawsuits over COVID deaths. Six days after that, he prohibited nursing homes from sending COVID patients to the nearby Naval Hospital ship or the field hospital, both of which were essentially empty. Now, eight days after that, the first deaths started to show up. And on January 28th of this year, the New York Attorney General announced that Cuomo and his administration significantly undercounted the number of COVID-related deaths in nursing homes by as much as 50%. To make matters worse, they tried to cover it up. Now that, that is the media's COVID hero. And by the way, you know, he also earned an Emmy, and he wrote a book on his COVID response. So who really needed the advice? Again, in South Dakota, we did things differently. We applied common sense and conservative governing principles. We never exceeded our hospital capacity, and our economy is booming. We have the lowest unemployment rate in the nation. We are number one in the nation for keeping jobs, keeping businesses open, and keeping money in the pockets of our people. The people of South Dakota kept their hours and their wages at a higher rate than workers anywhere else in the nation. And our schools are open. America needs conservatives at the state and at the local level. But we also need conservatives at the highest level of government, too. In America, we have government of, by, and for the people. 
Our founding fathers established our national constitution, and the people of individual states crafted their own constitutions that placed specific limits on the role of government. Those limits are essential to preventing government officials from trampling on people's rights. The people themselves are primarily responsible for their own health and their well-being. They are the ones who with, entrusted with expansive freedoms, the free will to exercise their rights to work, worship, and to earn a living. Yeah, <clears throat> some amazing concepts there. The great thing about her is that she's just a, a plain old, uh, just conservative conservative, a traditional conservative. Nothing she is saying is, uh, is new ground. It's just going back and reminding people that what, what conservatism is and how it works. And she doesn't just talk about it. She does it. She, she, she uses it to govern her, that, that mentality, that attitude toward things. And, and she's, she's not a fiery speaker. She's not up there waving her arms. There's no theatrics. Everything she does that is, to me, so spectacular is, is spectacular because it's just so simple and such common sense, and, and she has so much guts, and, and she just lays it out there, and there's not really a whole lot you can argue with, uh, but uh, she's just a superstar. And uh, here's a little bit more from her over the weekend. No governor should ever dictate to their people which activities are officially approved or are not approved. And no governor... No governor should ever arrest, ticket, or fine people for exercising their freedoms. <laughs> Governors and members of Congress and the President have a duty to respect the rights of the people who elected them. But it seems these days that conservatives are the only ones who know what that means. Personal responsibility is considered a God-given gift in South Dakota. Personal responsibility is not a term that conservatives have abandoned. When I was preparing to come speak with you, I came across some fascinating remarks that were made back in 1962. Listen to this. The Declaration, above all else, was a document not of rhetoric, but of bold decision. The Declaration unleashed not merely a revolution against the British, but a revolution in human affairs. This doctrine of national independence shook the globe, and it remains the most powerful force anywhere in the world today. That's fantastic, right? Those are the words of Democrat President John F. Kennedy. Is there any wonder why Ronald Reagan often said, I didn't leave the Democratic Party, it left me? There was a time, there was a time when both political parties to certain fundamental principles. But today we seem not to even share the most basic ideals. America needs people who will stand up for these fundamental principles. America needs conservatives. It's easy to look back on 2020 and remember all of the issues that we had with COVID. But COVID is only one piece of a very problematic, problematic puzzle. It certainly showed us how deep the divide really is and how thin the barrier is between freedom and tyranny. But there was a worse movement that was happening in 2020, and it's an ongoing problem. Across America these last several months, we watched an organized, coordinated campaign to remove and eliminate all references to our nation's founding and many other parts of our history. Rather than looking to the past to help improve our future, some are trying to wipe away the lessons of history, lessons that we should be teaching to our children and to our grandchildren. Now this approach focuses exclusively on our forefathers' flaws, and it fails to capitalize on the opportunity to learn from their virtues. And they had many of those. By discrediting the individuals who formed America's founding principles, they create doubt. And then they can remake America into a very different political image. It is our job to help explain why this is wrong. Remember, America wasn't founded for the personal gain or personal power of men like Washington, Adams, and Jefferson. The signers of the Declaration of Independence put their lives and their sacred honor on the line, and they affirmed people's God-given freedoms. 
Still today, the Declaration of Independence is one of the most important statements of purpose ever written. And not just because it serves as the justification for our independence to the entire world, but also because it has led to our prosperity and it's inspired many other nations and peoples to seek freedom. We the people... We the people have consented to a government that will serve all of us equally, a government that will protect and uphold our God-given rights as well as the fundamental rights enumerated by our Constitution. It is our duty to renew our commitment to these ideals and to pass them on to those who come after us. These ideals cannot be dismissed as the opinions of flawed men. Our founders had their flaws, certainly. But to use those flaws to condemn their ideals and the greatest constitution that the world has ever seen is both unjust and it's self-defeating. How many of us can even live up to our own ideals? Without the words, the beliefs, and the sacrifices of those few, the world would not have a ringing example of true freedom. To attempt to cancel the founding generation is an attempt to cancel our own freedoms. Let's always remember, America is good. Freedom is better than tyranny. We are unique. We are exceptional. And no American should ever, ever apologize for that. liked it. Uh, <clears throat> a tremendous um, discussion there about the stupidity in not just tearing down statues of George Washington and Thomas Jefferson, but actually things like the 1619 Project and, and what they're teaching this, uh, kids in schools, just basically canceling the ideals of George Washington and Thomas Jefferson. The way she put it, um, they're trying to wipe away the lessons that can be learned uh, from the mistakes of the people like Jefferson and Hamilton, but she says they focus on the flaws uh, and and fail to focus on their virtues, which is unbelievably stupid. And she points out that nobody's perfect, um, but she says they, they try to use those flaws to condemn those ideals, which is, it just sums it up perfectly about how stupid it is. And they use those flaws to cancel our own freedom. Um, just I just love the way she... She um, expressed herself, and I just love the way she explained that stupidity that's been out there, as she said, for the last uh, several months. And then here's one last quick uh, bite here on the future. So what can you do right now? It's really simple. You can be bold. You can show up. Debate these ideas. Persuade your neighbors. This pandemic illustrated that many politicians have a totally different vision for government than what the founders laid out. It was once said that the left takes its vision seriously, more seriously than it takes the rights of other people. They want to be our shepherds, but that requires us to be the sheep. Let it be heard loud and clear from us right now. We will not be sheep. There she is, Christy Noem. We will not be sheep. And boy, are we too many of us, uh, too many people in the United States are sheep right now. No better example of it than what's happening with the COVID-19 insanity. And as I said in my, uh, at the open of the show, uh, in case you haven't heard, Governor uh, Wolf, His Excellency, has decreed that, 15, that buildings can now be inhabited at 15% for events, when that, that includes PPG Paints Arena, where the Penguins have a game tomorrow night against the Flyers, and 15% uh, comes to about 2,800 people. Of course, 3,000 would mean death. Uh, 3,800 would mean death. But if Christy Noem, as I said a few minutes ago, if Christy Noem were the governor, she would say, open up the gates, 
Here's the way it's going to work. If you're afraid, stay home. Just be smart. And if you want to go to the game, go ahead. And how about doing us a favor? If you think you have COVID, don't go to the game, okay? And uh, if you do go to the game and you think that maybe what you did was uh, kind of dangerous uh, you know, because you've listened to all this stuff, then when you come home from the game and in the days, in the days following, maybe not go visit grandma and grandpa, okay? I mean, that's what you did in, in, uh, in South Dakota. They had the Sturgis uh, rally, and everybody thought it was going to be a super spreader. Didn't happen. And uh, I saw her also. She appeared at some other kind of rodeo event uh, uh, about a month or so ago, and uh, she's on the floor of the building get, uh, involved in some kind of opening ceremony, and the place is packed. It's not 15%. It's an indoor arena of some kind, and everybody was there sitting next to each other, and some people were wearing masks, some weren't, which is what she's told her people from the beginning. If you think you want to wear a mask, if you think you want to social distance, you want to be six feet apart, go ahead. Here in, Pen- here in Pennsylvania, they um, uh, were still being told that only 2,800 people can show up for a hockey game. It's uh, it, it's it's just beyond nauseating. And as I've said, if I were 25 years old right now, I would be looking into moving to South Dakota. I'll be right back. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com. Code 3388. Enjoy. 2021's the perfect time to add a healthy new habit to your daily wellness routine. Good nasal hygiene. We all know there's bad stuff in the air, allergens, bacteria, viruses, and that some of it's very dangerous. So what can you do to protect yourself? Well, you can clean your nose with Navage. Your nose is the body's air filter, and with Navage, you help your body defend itself by flushing out the crud and germs. I'm Martin Hoke, and I invented Navage, the world's only nose cleaner with powered suction. Navage is easy to use, affordable, and it has over 40,000 online reviews, averaging 4.7 stars. Join millions of Navage users to relieve congestion and allergies, breathe better, sleep deeper, snore less, and feel healthier without drugs. At Navage.com, CVS, Walgreens, Bed Bath, Target, and Rite Aid. You wash your hands and brush your teeth every day. Let 2021 be the year you start cleaning your nose with Navage. N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. Navage. Mounds and mounds of fur. Our hairballs have hairballs. Our cat mama, she's 10 years old. She has dandruff and an oily coat. I have two cats, BP and Daisy. Daisy sheds like crazy. If you love your pets as much as I do, you'll want to do what's best for them, to live long, healthy, happy lives. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. I just tried this wonderful, catalicious Dynavite for cats, and my cat has been on it for two weeks. She is not scratching anymore. She's not chewing anymore. It is just the best. I was thrilled when I heard Dynavite for cats was coming out because I had seen the changes in my dog. To introduce my cat to Dynavite, I took the advice from Dynavite and put their food on top of just a scoop in the bowl just to get them used to it because I know if I even switch one little thing, they put their nose up to it. There was not one problem. Dynavite for life. You won't believe how happy your cat will be. 
B-I-N-O-V-I-T-E.com. Benjamin Franklin once wrote, <laughs> Nothing can be said to be certain except death and taxes. Uh, hold on there, Benji. <sighs> you can't even rely on that much thanks to identity thieves. Pardon? Tax forms have all your personal info in one place. And this is the season when it can get emailed, shared, and possibly exposed to identity thieves. They might even try to file your tax return before you do. This shan't stand. No, it shan't. Because LifeLock monitors your info and alerts you to identity threats. If you become a victim, a dedicated U.S.-based specialist will help fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions. But LifeLock helps you keep what's yours. Join today and save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com with promo code SMART. That's promo code SMART for 25% off at LifeLock.com. And remember, 25% saved is 25% earned. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. So there are people out there thanking His Excellency the Governor for for lifting the restrictions. Uh, Mike Asti, uh, who I follow on Twitter, he said, for the first time in a long time, there are sports fans in Pennsylvania saying, thanks, Governor Wolf, and really meaning it. And I love the response from Melissa Hart, whom we've had on this show before, former Republican congresswoman. She said, uh, talking about, uh, in, in, in response to this tweet by Asti about Governor Wolf, he continues to try to control our lives with his authoritarian mandates He enforces his unconscionable rules while continually failing to enforce legitimate laws. PA has suffered death and destruction on his watch. Wolf is not ever, in caps, do any thanks, in caps, from us. Only our ire, I-R-E, in caps. Great tweet there from Melissa Hart. Couldn't couldn't agree more with that. Um, And that's the thing. Now that we've been tortured for nine months, Oh, actually, longer than that by by the governor and uh, and for a while their aunt Rachel, we're now supposed to be. And I sarcastically said that at the beginning. I I thanked him, His Excellency, for just being so wonderful and allowing us to go to a hockey game. And uh, I agree with Melissa Hart. He should be trashed. He should be run out of office and, and nothing nothing to thank him for. One real quick thing. I got about thirty seconds left. Uh, maybe I'll have more on this tomorrow. Berkeley Teachers Union president has been uh, working against opening the schools for weeks, months, forever. Has been very, very strong against opening the schools because they're not safe. There's a video out now. They caught him dropping his daughter off at a private school where they're going to class every day. These people don't care about the coronavirus. They want you to. They don't. Talk to you tomorrow. The John Steigerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group. Do you or your business have financial problems? Are you overwhelmed with debt? Then call me, Attorney Dennis Spire at 412-471-7675. My legal practice contacts...